Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining our Data Insights podcast. Our next episode, and we have some great announcement to make. And I'm, you know, I'm happy to have Sonali today from Augment Ventures, one of our Conversites investor and a new board member as well. So, Sonali, thank you for your time and looking forward to this conversation. We have covered lot of different topics given we are a data analytics company we covered you know how do you approach data analytics projects and especially with cloud adoption ai and uh, all that and then we go a little bit more in specific domain we have interviewed people in supply chain manufacturing domain industry experts and um, today we are coming to a different episode where it's all about investment like well we can go make great products and great ideas and we can go help hundreds of customers but all these need the fuel the fund and you are all making that magic for companies like conversite so i wanted to have this chat to understand what's happening globally in this investment market what excites you i'm sure well as a you know ai founder I may need to read more about AI and data analytics and supply chain, but then with your focus, you may need to even watch a lot more trends and all those. So I am equally excited and uh, love to learn where we are up to. So let's start with a quick introduction from your side. Thank you, Ganesh. It's an absolute uh, pleasure to be on this journey first with uh, Conversite and seeing the growth in you guys and the product and the solution and the customer feedback that you guys saw. Congratulations to you and your team. Uh, Just a little bit background and introduction on Augment Ventures. So we are an early stage uh, fund investing in technology companies that are transforming traditional industries, trying to make these industries Mm -hmm. more productive and sustainable. Technologies that are uh, using data analytics and data automation for real-time insights and that really squarely fits into our thesis of what Conversite does, right? And so that's what's our excitement. We are looking at solutions where traditional industries have uh, analog or legacy processes. How can you digitize them and transform them, right? We are looking at sustainability applications where we can take these products to make a change now in sustainability versus waiting. Of course, we need uh, scientific breakthroughs, and of course, we need a whole lot of uh, policy changes. But we cannot wait on making sure that our current businesses and processes are are sustainable, right? And we have made investment in all these categories. So we are an early stage investors investing in seed series A uh, companies uh, and really looking for those uh, uh, diverse mission-driven founders who are trying to make a massively impactful company. Absolutely. So maybe a little bit on geography. I know when I get hear from investors they say oh we are focused on you know outside the coast and all that like what where are you based and what is your um kind of is it a geography based or is it like more domain so we are based in ann arbor oh. michigan uh, our investment thesis uh, a, we are thematic investors so th- as i mentioned to you just a moment ago we are looking for solutions that are transforming traditional industries 
and they are spread across not only here in Midwest, but also on the coast. So we are a U.S.-based investor, and we have investments uh, in Bay Area, we have New York, we have uh, uh, in Boulder, Colorado, and of course, uh, uh, you know, in Midwest uh, as well. So, and you would realize, uh, Ganesh, uh, you know, we were seeing this trend going on for over 10 years because even in our fund one, we had distributed teams. Of course, due to COVID and, and such, uh, you know, there is acceleration of distributed teams. To now say a company is based in a location, it is going to be very hard, uh, right? And yeah. in fact, we have investment in, in one of our portfolio companies uh, in Fund 3, which is actually distributed all over the world. Like some people in South Africa, some people are in Brazil, some people are in Europe, some are in India. And so what is it uh, that they are doing? The point is they have ability and solutions nowadays, software technical solutions where people can meaningfully collaborate. So, uh, you okay. know, for us, we are theme-based, uh, we are impact-based. Uh, we are trying to look for the best company to solve a particular problem and geography uh, does not uh, uh, sort of restrict us. However, I would just add one caveat that we just invest in U.S. incorporated company. Okay. Got it. Got it. So in terms of the size or what's the entry point for companies to reach you, um, is it seed stage or like pre-market, post-market fit? Like where do you classify that you can enter? They'll be so in most cases, uh, we are the first institutional check writers for our portfolio companies. Oh. Uh, you know, these days, since I, you know, I've been working in this, in this industry for many, many years, and over the last 10 years since uh, Augment, Augment was found in uh, 2011, and we have seen uh, a wow. transition in how companies are structured, what are the round sizes, and various avenues and solutions that companies today have. So between now and then, mm. you will see uh, a growth in accelerators, incubators, angel investing, in general awareness of uh, you know getting to your MVP in very creative ways. So a lot of times when we invest, the company has sort of you know, either develop their wireframe solution or has some few customers or engagement. So we we don't consider ourselves as pre-seed investors. We consider ourselves as seed and series A investor where there is a product and there is an engagement from the customer. And our role to work with our founders is to find that product market fit, accelerate the adoption, find that talent that will really take this company into a rocket ship. Absolutely. You know, I have personally seen in our last um, 18 months or so relationship that amount of value you all bring in to us from Augment Ventures. I want our listeners to understand, you know, it's not just founder's job to, you know, it's idea and we are building that product and all those, but it's an ecosystem which is helping us to grow. So I want to hear from you, what is um, Augment adding to your portfolio companies, what kind of value are you adding? So I think, uh, you know, capital can be sourced from multiple places. So one thing that I, uh, you know, sort of cherish, and I think my founders uh, enjoy uh, working with Augment Venture is that when we make an invest, we, you know, we drink the Kool-Aid and we become your champions of your product, your solution, the mm -hmm. impact that you and your team are making. 
So two ways we think are most impactful for early stage companies. That is customer introduction and talent. Okay. You know, these are the two biggest things that the customer, uh, that the startup needs. Uh, and the third thing I would say is as you're building the company, you need uh, a sort of outside voice because we have seen the experience. So, so you know, I'm sure, uh, you know, you and I met and one of the reasons your excitement to work with us was because of our success with a company called Lama Soft here regionally, right? Yes. And so... Yeah. And one of your points to get excited with us was that we had seen that company go from zero to 100, right? In that process, there were many pivots, there were many missteps. So we can bring that experience to you, Ganesh, and say, hey, this is how we tackled a growth at every stage, whether it be from a product market fit standpoint, whether it be in terms of developing and scaling a sales uh, team. And so one of the things that we uh, tell our um, uh, any company that we invest in is that we will bring the whole value of that experience to our startups as to how to really scale a business zero to 100. So that's one thing. The other thing, as I already mentioned, is, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, customer introductions and talent. Number of our previous fund one CTOs and founders are now advisors and board members for other portfolio companies. So again, so these are the people that have grown and scaled their businesses and have had successful exit. So again, that's something that a next generation of our portfolio companies can benefit from. So these are the things. And then again, fundraising is another, of course, you cannot yeah, I was going to say that. Fundraising, yeah. right? Yeah. And so what does it mean yeah. to fundraise, right? I mean, driving our, and I think, uh, Ganesh, you would agree, I think sometimes it can be annoying, like, okay, what are the metrics and, you know, how should we, what what will instill confidence that Converseite is a repeatable business, right? It's not a flash yeah. in a pan, but it's a repeatable business and it can scale, uh, continuously and grow at the level. So I think we bring that rigor, metrics-driven growth to startups to understand that, that how important it is to establish yourself. You're young startups today, but you want to be leading enterprise solution tomorrow. How do we transition and make that journey? That's it. You know, I, I, I definitely acknowledge the, the amount of support we have received. In fact, since that um, last funding round until you know the new one which we'll announce shortly like the the it's not investment it's not dollar it is the relationship the, the ecosystem you know i think um, very recently you know one of the investor you have introduced they introduced one of their portfolio company and they are a customer today <laughs> like Look at from one investor to another investor to become a customer. That ecosystem was amazing, amazing, really, right? So today, I think in terms of hiring, in terms of um, introducing to new investors or finding some customers, and most importantly, um, keeping us on track in terms of right metrics, right? It's not, sometimes some metrics are too much, like our size, and sometimes it's too, like, so keeping us in the balance, right? What to look for. And every investors we go talk are different level. If they are maybe in a really, really growth investor, they look different and a VC investor look different. What should we be, be, be focusing on? So I always look for our 
current uh, lead investors as our core champions you know this definitely great help and it's much needed in fact for first time yes. founders like right yeah i think that's the thing yeah. we we uh, we really because sometimes what happens is when you read these metrics and big reports it's not relevant right at your stage of yeah. course as you continue to grow you know there's a different metrics at 1 million there's a different metrics at 5 million there's a different metrics at 10 million once you get to 2025 then those whole slew of metrics you know uh that are there they're published in reports makes sense and there is no point in in startup uh you know expanding or taking on that operational burden right i mean you need to establish yeah. product get customer reduce churn make sure your conversion you need to show that capital efficiency right from the beginning yeah so i want to move to the next new segment which is more around what is a day in the life of an investor you know you know when we typically look at from outside not me personally i have seen what how how much what your schedule is but you know you just have money and they invest and then go have party no right it's not so you i know you have been traveling a lot and to lot of conferences and all that so more than founders i think you all need to learn what's happening in the industry understand every technology term what is gen ai what is uh, ai what is uh, supply chain analytics a lot of things uh, and you also need to probably understand the industry what industry may buy as well so give me give us a little bit about what's a day in a life or a week in a life look like for an investor like so i would definitely tell you that no day is same just like yours uh, you okay. know there are different things that we are tackling all throughout uh, the week Uh, but uh, you know there are couple of important things from an investor perspective right one is of course we need to uh, source capital right i mean if you're a venture fund you need yeah. capital so we want to we spend time you know understanding uh, our uh, limited partner universe and who would invest in us and building those relationships yeah. and making sure that our asset class is relevant and is performing as per the benchmark and you know augment ventures is a top mm. quartile uh, performer so that is important to understand that and build those relationships the second thing is uh you are only as good as your last success you know so we cannot okay. <laughs> rest on a last successful investment that we made and how do we find those investments right so we spend a lot of time uh, and our fund is thematic based so we have this massive projects within our fund where our funnel is very big right it's a uh, traditional industries uh, transforming traditional industries but within that industry so how did we come to conversite.ai uh, so hmm. we were doing a thematic research on real time insights i mean there was a whole explosion of data and data collection and so on and so forth through that we came up with the thesis that you know everyone is spending time on just collecting and storing data but we are going to focus on yeah. insights right so internally yeah. we had a list of companies and then we go out calling each one of them and where there is a fit what are they doing and then we landed up on conversate so like this we have a thesis going on on you know autonomous reporting we have a thesis going on on uh, cold chain we have a thesis going on on 
on compute. So, you know, so, uh, so at the forum, uh, me and my colleagues spent a lot of time doing these research and, you know, really learning as to what, where the puck is going to be next. How can these companies be productive and sustainable? How can software transform what is going on today to have that impact, right? So that's another part of the yeah. deal. Then the third bucket is you make this investment and, uh, you know, Ganesh, you, you and I have... Uh, chatted at all odd hours of the day and at all odd days of the week. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> and similar to you, <laughs> there are other portfolio companies uh, as well where we want to make sure that we are there for our founders to bounce off ideas, whether it be oh, yeah. uh, on a new customer. You know, they are negotiating contracts, and they, you know, for example, uh, we are just talking to another uh, company uh, last week, and uh, uh, they are trying to find some uh, collaboration with another group. So giving them guidance as to how to structure that particular transaction, right? So reading about them, reading the contract and giving advice to our portfolio companies in a more tangential way as like, hey, you know, this is how you should structure. This will, this will be accretive to value creation of the firm and, you know, make sure that you don't uh, jump. So portfolio management, sometimes there are difficult things. You have to let go of team members uh, in a portfolio company cash management during COVID, you know, overnight, we had to support all our portfolio companies, right? I mean, there was a complete shutdown. So we had to ensure oh, yeah. that we are there for our team to support them. We are there for them, how to have this remote town halls every day. And it was very stressful time. So a lot of time goes in portfolio management. And the third thing, a fourth thing is, uh, you know, for our portfolio companies, as you know, in the startup world, you raise capital in cycles, right? So we want to yeah. also make sure that we continue to build relationship with our co-investor and follow-on investors, you know, uh, Goldman Sachs, TPG, uh, DeFi, uh, Bold, all these cap uh, uh, venture funds have come and invested behind our uh, portfolio companies. So I think that's another area that we want to make sure that people up the value chain, like, you know, B, C, D investors are aware of what Augment is doing and what our portfolio companies doing. So that sort of gives you some idea uh, yeah. of, uh, you know, what were they... And then the last part, which is the most unglamorous part uh, of this whole venture is, you know, uh, venture funds have uh, a lot of reporting requirements from our investors okay. and compliance and team management. Yeah. Uh, so that's the fifth bucket that nobody wants to talk about. And uh, <laughs> that's the most boring part, but we have reporting requirements. We have our own audit and we have our own compliance. It's all time-based. It's written in our agreements. Uh, so that's another part of administration uh, you know, that as a, as the founder and managing partner of the fund, uh, I have to take care for, uh, take care of, yeah. So in my view, I think I can relate as a founder. I think it's almost like running a company, right? Because you are fundraising and you have a, you know, you are reporting metrics, monitor and all that. And then you have, um, you need to learn continuously because otherwise you will be out of uh, this context. And uh, you need to, lead gen like we are how we are going and tracking and you need to 
you know, talk to thousands of companies to figure out the right one to invest. Um, wow, it's a lot of lot of stuff. So now let's let's complicate a little bit more. And every week now or every month there is a new technology, new area, right? Now um, every day morning when when I hear something new, okay, oh Excel got this, OpenAI got this, like you have a lot, right? What is what are one or two technologies? Like in the last one year, it's exciting you. Like, wow, this is like unimaginable. You know, so generative AI is such a catchy term, right? Yeah. So when we invested in you guys almost two years ago, uh, you know, the first time around, I don't think so that generative AI was in popular lexicon, right? I mean, people have known yeah. AI for a very, very long time. And, you know, we can have a completely separate discussion as to what ChatGPT does and what does that mean in an enterprise environment when we have restricted data sets, accessibility, blah, 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 all those kinds of stuff, right? So I think for us, you know, when this whole thing broke into popular culture, so to say, and everyone's race of adopting it, like large enterprises, a willingness to, I think I was taken up by surprise by that, the willingness of people, I, you know, so it's not like AI is something sort of new, it just happened, it's not a drug discovered yeah. just now, and even in drug discovery, it is decades of research, uh, uh, you know, which results yeah. in, uh, into an outcome. I think the same thing with generative AI, I think the speed at which it scale and people's uh, and, and large enterprises, you know, traditional enterprises desire to incorporate that, I think, uh, you know, it really did surprise me. So I would say that generative AI and AI was not a surprise, but the speed and scale with which, uh, yeah, and that was like very, very surprising to me. The other thing that is sort of unlocked and there's a race for uh, transformation is going on in this compute world, right? I mean, I think, you know, when yeah. you talk about generative AI and whether, you know, we can call it within the enterprise world or in the more consumer chat GPT world, open source world or whatever, ultimately it has to be processed, it has to be stored and it has to be computed, right? So what is go what's that impact going to be on the hardware infrastructure, right? What is the impact of that going to be in security of those accessibility, mm. provency, uh, you know, data management. So those are all the new investment opportunities we have started to uh, spend time on. And many people uh, are coming up with all kinds of applications. So that's something that we are looking for. And then, you know, this is, uh, you know, our traditional industry 4.0, you know, everybody has woken up. So we recently made in an investment uh, for a maritime trade solution, you know, digitizing okay. electronic bill, bill of lading. Now, bill of lading okay. is well-established uh, product and digitization is, op uh, is optimal to reduce cost and carbon footprint. But why has it not been adopted in the maritime trade, right? And so that's the thesis that we spent time on and we made an investment. So again, there are some boring uh, industry 4.0 solutions that we are uh, looking at. Again, with the explosion of data, Autonomous reporting is again key, right? Yeah. And RFID tag and readers and beacons and so on and so forth. You take a, 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 you know reader to uh, to the chip or chip to the reader or something of that is. How can we 
change it to autonomous continuous reading as it was needed during the COVID supply chain, right? When we were trying to optimize that. So there again, there's a lot of innovation happening. So supply chain, uh, you know, uh, we invested 10 years ago where, when uh, nobody talked about supply chain and it was considered a back office tool. And you know how yeah. important Conversite is to get that supply chain insight and deliver it to practitioners, right? So I think that yeah. you know, we are continuing to make uh, investment in that sector and there are still many, many uh, innovations uh, that remain to unlock the value and the reliability and sustainability of, uh, you know, supply chain across the world. Yeah, I think um, just to give our readers a little bit about Converse you used a couple of different terms about generative AI, supply chain, data analytics. Um, we are actually combining all those together, right? Um, seven years back or six years back when when I was really in the, you know, delivering data analytics to multiple companies in my prior um, life, like I have seen first time supply chain companies, how much data they capture, but then probably like less than 10% is get to that decision maker. Actually, everything is there, but it's so difficult to get it. And then in the last six to seven years, like when we see that amount of automation and amount of, um, you know, proactive insights, like telling them to the decision maker, it's an unbelievable, unbelievable. Like, um, especially during pandemic years, um, even like a mid-sized company, think about a hundred million dollar company who couldn't afford you know, data scientist, a data lake, all those can afford a SaaS platform like Conversite can ingest their data, integrate it, apply some data science and get forecast and find when they will run out of stock and when do they need to order, get those recommendations. Every business leader out there in supply chain is one, either they are struggling with excess inventory or stockouts. There is no perfect balance. And the companies who are able to manage that cash flow really well are the one able to reinvest and scale and grow and have happy customers. I think um, you're right. The supply chain was so much was, um, you know, operational and the headache. Now it becomes CEO's topmost priority in the last couple of years. So I'm so happy to be part of that journey. And, and you know, we have empowered like more than 150 customers in this space and helping them, you know, discover that insight through natural language, Gen AI. You are right. Like when we started the first couple of demos, people used to ask me like, oh, we already have 10 people and who are making reports. Why do I need Athena? Athena, the AI, what we have built. I would say like, go hire Athena. So you can, Athena will give you, oh, I already have 10 people doing it. So they did not see the connect that, you know, even after having 10 people, how much time I'm waiting for my insights before I make a call decision, the speed in which you need to make the decision changed drastically during pandemic. That's when it all become valuable. Oh, now I need Athena. Cannot have a couple of humans. It's, it's a huge, huge, uh, 
problem today when when i look at it compared to like seven years back um, and also to to your point the adoption or the introduction of chat gpt and like people now know we were we are working with a large um, tire distribution company the the supply chain leader came ganesh i've seen chat gpt we know now the art of possibility how cool i can just ask a question get an answer can i do that same thing in in my supply and that, that's not easy because they have like 10 15 warehouses thousands of products and the data is not in one simple place you can't just attach a chatbot and ask questions first problem is you need to bring the data together make sense of it and and not just and then okay now you attach chat gpt or open ai it's not they don't want what happened he wants what's going to happen so that means you need to apply data science to it so uh, that was exciting exciting journey so with that background you know i want to make sure our listeners hear the other side while i am from a founder and i'm definitely really really passionate about what we built and what how we are helping our customers but i want to hear from you as an investor and also becoming a new board member what is what attracted you first time and then what is in today what you learned and where we could go from yeah, so you know as i discussed that uh, you know we were we did a thematic research on that topic of uh, yes. augmented yeah. analytics in real time uh, uh insights that's that our our, our thesis of our uh, thematic research was uh real time insights how can data provide information now instead of being reactive so that was our thesis right yeah. and uh, the second thing that we said is that uh you know the power of data if you want to unlock it it has to go to a business uh, leader or a business yeah. analyst right we cannot be dependent on your data scientists there are just not enough data scientists and also if you uh, you know are engaging with these large very expensive resource and the data is coming at a lag so what kind of solutions yeah. would enable you know because you re- use a natural language processor you know and business analysts because you've created all this knowledge graph and you've got all this data from various sources which were siloed and you've made the connections and you've made sense of it now a business analyst can uh you know do the query and once that a business analyst yeah. does the query athena learns right yes that is the yeah. generative part of it right then the next day when the business yes. analyst comes next week and says oh then athena can prompt it and say oh uh david do you want this right and and that is yeah. very powerful so that was our premise of investing and what we have learned in this in this journey is uh, you know how important it is for conversite to get embedded in that control tower of an organization right how important yeah. it is mm. for conversite to expand its solution it can uh, expand its solution across the functions of an organization right and how yes exactly Beyond and how the opportunity of taking the same solution and applying in different industries so as we got more involved and when we saw you know what you're doing so the opportunity and our excitement to continue to be part of your 
uh, journey here is that we see you know blue ocean out there there are many many more opportunities for conversite to, to expand and grow its uh, platform and be an eminent uh, uh, you know uh, generative ai solution provider in the industry yeah you know with that i i want to share this great news to our audience that um, we have successfully completed our next round of funding series a um, it does matter because so far seed rounds when we say seed round people think okay they are just trying to get better but series a it's a big milestone for us and thanks to augment and surface ventures and uh, some of the repeated investors like elevate ventures from indianapolis they have invested third time now and um, techstars we went through techstars program and they invested early on and then again coming back now that they want to invest now so that um, was really really a motivating thing for us that where our existing investors and some new investors coming together and we are announcing today a 9 million dollar series a round and it's it's not just uh, give me pride it's also equally excite me that how many more customers in mid large companies where we can go solve where they cannot afford data scientist like we it in midwest like we are a midwest based company in midwest there are hundreds of companies manufacturing and retailers and all that they can't afford all these tools all the data scientists where our athena can go make a magic so i am truly excited and i personally want to thank you for your commitment and support throughout yes, this process absolutely congratulations ganeshan team it's been a pleasure working with you and gopi we did it <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I think um, in terms of um, you know I'm I, you know as part of this we are inviting you to be in the formal board and you've been contributing a lot now. We have a lot more responsibility together to grow this. Um, we have a we have a big target in the next twelve months in terms of going and helping as you said beyond supply chain, establish Conversite as an enterprise platform. Um, we are. like six years back when we named conversite conversational insight we realized that the way we can talk to our data it's a natural interaction yeah. which is today i think everybody is really believe it's happening with uh, open ai chat gpt all those it's almost become an expectation today with everybody now when we are to thinking today we are thinking about next five years what everyone will look for in 2030 we are we are talking about decision intelligence platform decision intelligence and i would add a term called unified decision intelligence platform conversite is not going to be just a um, chatbot conversite is not just in supply chain conversite is going to be you know enterprise wide large enterprise wide decision intelligence platform you know my i always ask a question you know 10 years 20 years back we had reporting tools and then dashboarding tools came tableau clickview all that look create colorful dashboards and then there are a lot of analytics products now we have you know conversational but if you ask a question why you need this every time end of the day why i need a report 
because I need that information. Okay, why I need dashboard? Because I have multiple reports. I want to put it in one common place. I, I want to see the trend and all those. Okay, now I have thousands of dashboard. I can't manage it myself. So I want a conversational. And then, okay, these dashboards and reports are telling me what happened. I want to know what's going to happen. So I'm applying data science. It's all okay. But at the end of the day, from a business leader's perspective, take CFOs and supply chain leaders, sales leader. Why do they need this? Because they need to make a decision. Can our AI Athena be in their pocket and suggest them what decision they need to make? Decision support and help them make that action. Decision automation. So these decision support and decision automation together, it's going to be the decision intelligence. Of course, ours is a platform because when you want to make a decision, supply chain leader need to make a decision, purchasing leader need to make a decision, CFO need to make a decision on how to cut the cash, you know, control the cash flow today being yeah. like interest rates are skyrocketing. So a lot of decision need to make. And then we are building this platform, which brings all these capabilities from data integration to visualization in a unified platform. So we are building, already deploying and going to expanding that a lot in the next five years with your support, with this other investor's support. We are really looking forward to partner with Augment, you and also your ecosystem. As you said, it's more than more than dollar in the investment. It's in the ecosystem. Um, looking forward to partnering with you and growing this. And um, any any you know final comments and uh, suggestions where we should take. No, I think you're thinking it absolutely in the right way. You know, again, when we came to insights. It was the point of view was data overload, right? We are capturing yeah. so much data and we cannot, we're not able to process it, right? And so that was the decision insights. Like we, we have so many dashboards, there's yes. a circle here, there's a pie chart there, there's a histogram there, there's a pivot table here. It's like, you know, uh, very difficult to comprehend and process uh, non-linguistically delivered solutions, like, you know, in language, that's what natural language process, yes. right? So. Then we said, okay, let's go to insight. Now you're able to query this data, but now decisions are getting more complex, like you just informed, right? And so yes. one thing yes. that I would, uh, you know, as we build out this strategy is data provency, data identity is critical. So how is Conversite Athena going to be that reliable mm. source of truth? So when you okay. want to anchor yeah. yourself as the decision platform, what will give confidence to your customers that what Athena yes. is saying is that if Athena says, you know, whatever statistics or whatever, because it's a support ultimately, you know, uh, yes, we, hopefully for some, or some at least a, a couple generations to come, uh, <laughs> humans will be the decider, but they are the recommender. Right? Yes. But oh yeah, it's only yeah, recommendation. So it's the, yeah. the last recommender at your desk, along with your uh, you know people who are working with you, then how does Converseite give and deliver that confidence for decision? So I think you you guys are thinking in the right way, the right direction, and I yeah. think keeping that in mind and sort of having that 
you know, Athena's check mark that Athena is check data provency in data identity yeah. uh, would sort of, yeah. uh, you know, position Converside in that uh, lead position. Oh, that's a very well point taken. I think it's not just recommending some decision recommendation. It's more, how did I get it? Like explainability. And then it's again, this certifying that, yes, I did, did my checks and balances and I'm before I'm recommending it to you. So they can confidently make that recommended decision. Yes, a point, point, very, very, very well taken. So um, looking forward for next year and how we can grow together. And thank you for your time and um, wishing you the best from your friend and wish us good luck to Let's grow do together. it uh, onwards and upwards. Upwards, let's do. Thank you.